are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Marcus Mosher and Kate Madjuke. Welcome in, everybody, to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I am Kate Madjuke, and you can follow me on Twitter at FFBallBlast. As always, I am joined by my co-host, Marcus Mosher. You can follow him on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. Give the show a follow at Locked on Dynasty. Hit that subscribe button. Leave us those five-star reviews wherever you listen to your fantasy football podcast. We have got a great show for you today to prep you uh, for this evening's football. We want to get you in a football mindset because guess what, guys? Football is back, baby, and we are excited about it. What's going on, Marcus? Uh, not much, Kate. I'm excited for actual football tonight now. We're not going to spend today's show talking about the guys that are playing tonight because it's definitely it probably, not. <laughs> no, it probably doesn't matter. But we're excited. Um, and Kate, I think let's just jump right into our, our conversation today. We're going to be talking about some rookie quarterbacks, uh, not only rookie quarterbacks, young quarterbacks uh, that are having some hype around them right now. Let's start with Trey Lance, uh, because earlier this week. Kyle Shanahan said that uh, Trey Lance is not going to be pushing for first team reps. And then the next day he starts with the first team. So uh, my question for you, how soon until Trey Lance starts in San Francisco? So I just uh, I'm, I'm just wrapping up with my full 2021 projections. And let me tell you how I have things split up. I have got Trey Lance coming in to start after the bye week. So the, the, team Mm -hmm. has a week six by I have Trey Lance coming in week seven and beyond I think this is like a reasonable timeline because like you said they uh, they're not trying to force Trey Lance into the situation where he is going to be the starter they're very content with Jimmy Garoppolo I think they're not in a huge rush but I do think that they are going to get to the point where I mean the the draft capital investment I think People are going to get a little too antsy to see Trey Lancey. Eh? Nice. Nice. Eh? Eh. Nice. We'll work on um, it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I've got, I've got Jimmy G projected out for five games. Trey Lance projected out for 12. But that does, like that extra bye week will give Trey Lance a little bit more time with the playbook, get him in the right mindset to play. But I'll tell you, after the bye week, I think it's actually a, a pretty smart – uh, it, I like just in general, I like the 49ers schedule. I like some of the secondaries they're facing mm-hmm. week eight. They get the bears, which not loving that they get the Rams in week 10 and 18, but they're playing the NFC or AFC South baby. Yeah. And that's a lot of weak secondaries. You've got the Minnesota Vikings, Atlanta Falcons, Cincinnati Bengals. I think this is a really, really nice schedule for Trey Lance to roll out the rest of his rookie season um and i do think he's going to be running the ball a lot Uh, listen i agree with you i think i think after the bye week makes the most sense my fear is this though kate if lance doesn't open the season as a starter the 49ers are gonna have a hard time pulling him because the, the opening season schedule is pretty soft like at detroit at philadelphia home against the packers is tough home against the seahawks at the cardinals um, and then they play the Colts after that. But I, I think there's a good chance that the, the 49ers are like 4-1, and 5-1 and one going into their bye week. And if that's the case, maybe Kyle Shanahan just doesn't pull Jimmy G. Like if he looks competent, maybe they just continue to ride that positive you know, momentum and all that kind of stuff. That's what gets me a, a little worried. But 
I still think there's an outside chance that he starts in week one because when you trade all these draft picks to go up and get Trey Lance and we know that Jimmy G isn't very durable and we know that Trey Lance is just a much more dynamic and explosive quarterback, don't you just kind of want to get things started? And if he's looking good in training camp, which it sounds like he is, and he looks good in preseason, which we'll see here starting next week, why not just go with Trey Lance and just get the experiment started? So that way, when we get into late December and January, when these games really start to matter, he'll have some more experience under his belt. Am, am I wrong in thinking that there's still an outside chance that Lance is the day one starter? I don't think so. Um, I, but again, like I said, I don't think they're going to force it. Um, there are like some situations that, you know, where you do want to get your rookie quarterback right there on the field. But I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo, he has a winning record. Um, he's been a, a pretty good quarterback for the 49ers, despite mm-hmm. the fact that he's not necessarily willing to push the ball down the field. Um, now, question for you. Trey Lance is currently being drafted as the quarterback 10 in Dynasty Startups per DynastyLeagueFootball.com. Now, if you are the Trey Lance manager, maybe you don't have solid depth at the quarterback position. What would you be willing to pay uh, for you know, a Jimmy Garoppolo as your handcuff just to have that security blanket entering mm. the 2021 season? Or would you pay anything? Nothing, nothing, because we know it's only going to be a short-term thing. I don't think the ceiling is all that high either. Like either, Even when Garoppolo is playing, it's not like he was a top five or six fantasy quarterback. I think it would be different if we knew for sure Garoppolo was going to put up a ton of fantasy points. I just don't think that's the case. So I'm, I'm not going to give anything of value for Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, what about like a third-round pick and a super flex? No, I, I really don't think I would. Because, again, there's still a chance a month from now, Trey Lance is just named the starter, and then you just gave away a third-round pick for nothing. Uh, no, I, I, I kind of don't think I would. So uh, let me turn around on you. W- would you give up anything for Garoppolo? Oh, um, <laughs> got me. Uh, you know, it's hard because I, I do think that in a super flex, if you're looking at Jimmy Garoppolo as your quarterback too, Yep. Um, you could do worse. I, I mean, he's not the problem a super is he gonna high. Be a, how, how long is he going to be a quarterback too? You don't know. Uh, but yeah. I'm saying if you are the Trey Lance manager, you shore up the position essentially. I mean, Jamie Garoppolo, uh, since the 2019 season, he has finished as a quarterback one in 27% of games. That's not fantastic. Right. But right. he does give you, uh, you know, an average of 17 points per game, which, you know, when you're looking at super flex formats where you can utilize that that extra flex spot for your quarterback position, 17 points per game, I, I don't mind that. Um, he's had several performances over the 25-point mark. Uh, that's by several, I mean five. Uh, but <laughs> you, you do have a, a relatively, um, you know, a soft schedule. Maybe I'll give, I would probably give a third for Jimmy Garoppolo okay. if I were the Trey Lance manager. All right. One more thing before we move on on Trey Lance. So you mentioned that he's currently quarterback 10 on Dynasty League football. I've seen him around 10 11. This is just kind of where he's fallen in. So uh, projecting forward, let's say November 1st, where is Trey Lance in, in startup leagues? Oh, I, I think you have to project him as like a top seven quarterback. I, I agree. Uh, so why not buy him I, now? I'm not even a huge, I wasn't 
really huge on Trey Lance, like from an actual NFL draft perspective. Um, you know, I've I've always been of the mindset that his ceiling is super high, but I do think that drafting him for the 49ers at number three was a risk, but the upside's just so high for his rushing ability in that offense with that coaching system um, and, and the even the run game weapons around him. I, I think you've got to really shoot for the stars here. So if you do want Trey Lance, I think now is the time to buy. Um, but the window is going to snap shut very, very quickly. I agree. I think this is the time to buy before we even get to a preseason game because I can, I can guarantee you the first time that Trey Lance plays a preseason game and has a 25-yard run or a deep pass that goes for 40 yards, we are going to see him jump You know, maybe multiple quarterbacks in Dynasty. And I, I'm not saying that's right or wrong. It's just I think this is the time to either buy him uh, and certainly, certainly not sell him. Uh, let's take a quick break so I can tell you guys about rockauto.com. It's a family business serving auto parts to customers online for over 20 years. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specific specifications and prices that you prefer. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com today. All right, Kate, the next quarterback we're going to talk about is Tua down in Miami. It sounds like he's practicing well. He looks like he's improved. So are you buying the Tua hype? I absolutely am. I am so, so excited for Tua. And this is the way that I'm approaching Tua this season. So um, I went back and I looked at startup ADP from last season, last offseason, uh, last July. And Tua was being drafted as the quarterback 11. And I think that's exactly how you have to think of him. Scrap the rookie season. It comes down to him being another season healthier, another mm. season with the playbook, another season uh, within the offense and upgraded playmakers. Uh, Will Fuller and Jalen Waddle, although there's question marks about the health and maybe how much time they'll actually get together in camp. I do think both of these prospects really raise his ceiling and you know what I love most is that we are hearing from Tua like very honestly in in some of his you know training camp interviews he's saying yeah like I wasn't comfortable last year um you know it sounds like he wasn't totally trusting his his hip following that catastrophic injury that's that's gonna shake your mindset uh quite significantly I have to imagine not not even uh considering the fact that you've got Mr. Ryan Fitzpatrick, who's just chasing down your tails. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think Tua, like with these weapons around him, uh, with his mobility uh, back into the mix this season, I do think that we're going to see some pretty exciting things from Tua. I don't know how to feel about Tua because I actually liked him a lot coming out of the draft. The rookie season actually does, doesn't scare me as much as maybe it scares other people. It's just I feel like that Miami team wants to play like a really slow style of offense. They want to run the ball, and they do want to take a couple shots down the field, obviously with with Waddle and with Will Fuller. 
I just I don't know if I see the top seven, top eight potential from Tua when he plays. And maybe I'm wrong, but I just I feel like he's always going to be one of these quarterbacks that we rank like weekly. We're going to rank him outside of the top ten, maybe just that number ten depending on the matchup. Uh, I, I'm buying that he's going to be a better, more effective quarterback. I'm just not buying that he's going to be all that relevant to fantasy players. I, I can definitely see that. I, I do think it just comes down to, um, you know, are, are we going to see him be mobile? And maybe that ball con- or that, you know, style of ball control offense, maybe that is going to uh, allow Tua to, to get a bit more mobile. Maybe they will put the ball into his hands, allow him to uh, run around the field. It's not like he's a, a um, sorry, a Trey Lance type rusher, but uh, he's he's got some he's got some juice on the legs and I mean when we're looking at his ability as a deep passer um, he actually did pretty well overall he had one more deep touchdown than Joe Burrow one more deep completion than Joe Burrow mm-hmm. last season and that was with him not being healthy and Joe Burrow throwing the ball a lot um, he was he was willing to get the ball down the field and I do think that. Um, though maybe the pass attempts aren't going to be uh, there each and every game, I do think that we are going to see some really big breaking plays for Will Fuller, for Jalen Waddell. Even uh, Preston Williams is getting some hype. Uh, I would love to uh, maybe in a best ball format, most of all, because I do think he could have a high weekly ceiling. But I do think he'll probably average out right around quarterback uh, 12 to 15. So his uh, current ranking on Dynasty League football and startup drafts is QB 14. The quarterbacks going directly ahead of him are Deshaun Watson and Aaron Rodgers. Uh, those guys are fascinating for different reasons. But behind him, uh, Jalen Hurts, Zach Wilson, Matt Stafford. Are you taking any of those guys over too, or are you just going to roll with Tua's upside? Uh, I might take – I might take – ooh. I might take Zach Wilson ahead. See, that's the one I agree because he, th- there might just be an overwhelming amount of volume there for Zach Wilson that Tua might never get, right? I agree. And I think, uh, I mean, the volumes there, we've heard really, really good things coming out about the connection that Zach Wilson has with uh, fellow rookie Elijah Moore. We're hearing such great things, but, um, we, you know, there was never any doubt that like, the Jets have been focused on Zach Wilson since day one. They knew that Zach Wilson was their guy, and I love that that was they were all in. We know he can make some really crazy plays, uh, you know, put some good weapons around him, and we might see the Jets start to take a turn. But outside, I mean, even the the guys you mentioned, I think I would prefer in a dynasty league, I would probably prefer Tua over, uh, like you said, Jalen Hurts. Deshaun Watson and Aaron Rodgers, they're very fringe for me. I might take Tua over either of them. Yeah, I like that. I, I Again, Matt Stafford is a guy that I think is criminally undervalued right now. He's quarterback 17. We saw Jared Goff like in 2018 finish inside the top five in passing yards. 2019, he was number one in passing attempts. This Rams team is going to throw the ball a ton, especially without Cam Akers. I, I just I, I don't see why Tua should be ranked over Matt Stafford. I, that one I just don't get. Um, okay, do you have any thoughts on Stafford before we move on? Um, I, no, no specific thoughts on okay. Stafford. Definitely criminally undervalued. It just feels like every season, really good playmakers around him, and 
I mean, he's going to be good. Again, There's no doubt about like, it. For sure. Yeah. All right. Let's take uh, one more quick break so I can tell you guys about Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, along with football season now, but you can track all of the action on Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info on all your sporting needs, including MLB, NHL, and UFC. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, Kate, the first two have been overwhelmingly positive. The next one, (laughs) not so much. Uh, Let's talk about Joe Burrow. Uh, There was a really concerning piece that came out on Wednesday about Joe Burrow in practice. Uh, It sounds like he's really struggling to throw the ball down the field at all. He does not look comfortable inside the pocket. Uh, Some some of the beat reporters are wondering, is the injury in his head a little bit? Uh, How much should we weigh Joe Burrow's training camp struggles right now? Uh, I'm a little, I'm a little bit concerned. Um, I, I have Joe Burrow as of right now, uh, projected very highly for the 2021 season. But, um, I do worry a little bit, not necessarily that the skill set is in question or anything like that. It's just, again, how much will he trust his knee? Um, that, that could definitely, definitely impact his just overall, um, mental capacity, sort of like we saw with Tua. Um, it's, it's kind of concerning. We even heard, you know, like some of the players, Tyler Boyd came out and said he's kind of iffy on the knee. Like none of that's great because if you are, if you're not focused a hundred percent on the game, if you're not a hundred percent focused on reading the defenses and you're worried about taking a hit, that's when you make poor decisions. And I do think that he's going to need to rely on his arm a bit more uh, than maybe he will in the seasons to come. I'm very concerned about Joe Burrow because if, you know, we saw last year, like even when he was healthy, he had some problems throwing the ball down the field. If he's looking to bail or just throw the ball underneath because he's afraid to get hit, that's awfully concerning. And then on top of that, Kate, like the schedule is not very kind uh, to the Bengals to open the season. Like Minnesota typically has a good defense. They didn't last year. In week two, they go at Chicago. We know they have one of the best defenses, one of the best pass rushes. Week three against Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh. Uh, then they play the Packers, the Ravens. I mean, they have a lot of defenses that they're going to face that have ridiculously good pass rushes. So I'm just... I'm worried that Joe Burrow is going to get hurt again, and we're never going to see this team at its full potential. And he's currently going as quarterback eight right now, and that's it just seems so hard to justify that because he's not going to give you a lot of rushing ability, especially now after the injury. I don't know if he's going to be able to stay healthy, and if he's not completing a lot of passes down the field, what kind of upside does Joe Burrow really have? I'm, I'm actually concerned about him. See, I'm I'm not like moving him in my rankings as of yet. I want to see like give him a couple couple of weeks, right? I want to see what he does with a little bit more practice time. I'm not moving him in my dynasty rankings, but I will say that perhaps I I mean cuz he's going to be tied to T Higgins, he's going to be tied to Jamar Chase. 
Um, it definitely depends on what they do on the defensive side of the ball. But this could be a buy low opportunity if you do have a team that's, you know, you, you have some depth and can afford to wait a little bit. Uh, maybe throw out some offers for Joe Burrow because I do think that the, all of the pieces are still going to be here within that offense when he's fully healthy and we are going to see a player with a pretty high ceiling. This is I agree. This is probably the time to buy. But my fear is what if he gets hurt again? And what if he just really struggles? Because I think you could see a pretty significant drop in his value like if 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 he were to miss some time this season i think he goes from quarterback eight to quarterback 17 pretty quickly uh i if i had the chance right now to flip him for a trey lance i would do that in a heartbeat if i could flip him for justin fields i would do that in a heartbeat i think I, i'm just concerned Kate. i did talk talk me out of being overly concerned about uh about joe burrow I mean, it comes down to, for me, uh, looking at sort of the timing of the injury. So, I mean, Joe Burrow suffered his torn ACL relatively late in the season. What was it? Mm -hmm. Week 11. Um, So to expect him at, you know, to be 100 percent, I don't think any of us did, especially considering it wasn't um, it wasn't a clean ACL tear. There were some complications in there. I think he had a torn MCL as well. So it, it wasn't just as straightforward as it as it could be um you don't want him to rush back if he's going to uh, perhaps get injured uh if he does push it too hard i i would rather him take it a little bit slowly um but i do think he's an intelligent quarterback i think he's uh, a mentally tough quarterback but i agree yes it's going to like he's the the type of quarterback that i think has the confidence to overcome this situation especially with a guy like Jamar Chase, who he has a, a built-in rapport with, with a guy like T. Higgins, who he he looked very comfortable with last season. I'm just I'm not I'm not shaken from a dynasty perspective, uh, but I mean definitely definitely more concerned from a redraft side. I'm glad that you're not concerned because I am. Um, go ahead, guys, <laughs> tell me tell me what you're doing with Joe Burrow. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Like, are you trading him? Are you holding him? What are your expectations? Make sure you you leave us some comments uh, either on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You can send your thoughts on Twitter at Locked On Dynasty. Make sure you check out Kate at FF Ball Blast. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. Enjoy the football on Thursday night. We will be back on Monday to talk about some of the action, talk about some more training camp stuff. We will see you then.